Welcome to What's On Your Face, a podcast about beauty, pop culture, and all fun things on the internet. I'm Sade. And I'm MJ. Welcome. Hi, Sade. Hello, MJ. How are you? I'm good. I'm feeling very anxious this week because there's a lot of things going on and it's hard for me to let go because I'm a control freak. Yeah, you are. (laughs) And I think... So we've been releasing more and more episodes, which we're really, really excited about. And we're like obsessed with the feedback you guys are giving us. Um, But in this process, I mean, both MJ and I, we work full time. Clearly, we're like parents. We're wives. We, you know, have a lot of shit going on. I am, you know, just a perpetual little sister. And MJ is like, she seems really chill. And she's like, yeah, guys. But in actuality, she's a big old mean bossy person. I'm sorry, but I am a very organized person. You don't Uh, read your WhatsApp messages. Sade will just ignore any WhatsApp (laughs) message I send her, but then she'll reply to it on a totally different topic. And I'm constantly like, I need acknowledgement on XXXX. Oh my gosh, you just, I am a free bird. I'm a free thinker, you no, know? I, we we have a older sister, little sister we do. complex I live on, relationship. I live on the margins. I'm just, li- I'm just out there on, on, on the sidelines, but I'm here. I'm like, I'm doing stuff. I do no, things. No, you are, just, you are. I just, I think it's funny because it's like, clearly I love it that we can't offend each other. Mm, like, you know what I mean? Like it's we're, the best. yes, it's the best, but also like, I want to fucking kill you sometimes. And that's I want to laugh at you for wanting to kill me. It's a, it's a really good combination. <laughs> we're learning a lot guys. And you're on this so journey much. with us. You're on it with us. <laughs> come along, come along. So this week we're doing a fun little mini episode on uh, black hair part two. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the first black hair episode where I kind of told you about like my journey with my hair and like, you know, what it's like, you know, dealing with black hair and having black hair. And so I'm really, really excited to do like a little part two. I also wanted to like shed a bit of light on some really new and cool black hair brands that, you know, you might want to look into and support. It's a hot Um, category. It really is. Sephora is actually doing, uh, Sephora US is doing a lot behind this and they're really pushing a lot of these brands. So you have really cool brands like Bread uh, by Mava. She's like, she's actually Australian. Um, you know, Sephora in Southeast Asia, we were looking at her early on and then she got scooped up into the Sephora Accelerates program, which is great. Um, she's just, you know, really like was kind of like a lone soldier in Oz doing this. And so now she's, you know, going pretty global, which is great. Then you have brands like Pattern from Tracy Ellis Ross, which, uh, I don't know if you guys know Tracy Ellis Ross. Love her. She's on Blackish. Her mom is also the fucking icon, Diana Ross. I found that out recently and I was a little bit floored because she is such a star in her own right that she Mm. doesn't need, you know, like Diana Ross as a shadow. But when I found that out, I was like, damn, she has that star power. She has a lot of star power from her mama. 
Then you have Carol's Daughter, which is a brand we've spoken about before. Um, they were acquired by L'Oreal. Then you have TBH, uh, Taj, uh, Taraji P. Henson's brand. Um, I'm not sure where that brand is sold, if it's like D2C or if it's like in like Sally's or, or Alta. But I'll look into that. And then you have Flawless. By Gabrielle Union, who I love Gabrielle Union. I think she's just... She's a survivor. She really is. And she's just so, like, you, you herself. And she really just puts everything out there. And I, like, I love her and, like, D-Wade and their beautiful family together. And I'm like, I love her. So these are some really cool black hair beauty brands that are out that you can look into, you can look up, and you can support. I feel like there's going to be a new one soon. I feel like Fenty is going to come out with hair care. Yeah, uh, she she bought trademark uh, for Fenty hair. So we'll see. We will see. And I, it'd be interesting to see how that how that goes because I mean obviously she has Fenty Beauty and Fenty Skin um, I mean hair would be the next I mean you know at the end of the day just, can she just give me a little bit of music for fun I thing? think that's coming I think it's coming I really do I'm like fuck like anti it's still like holding me it's holding me down still I'm on Jama and the tips are coming in that Rihanna's gonna drop new music soon I hope so she's dropping every fucking thing else <laughs> besides music panties cleansers you know, I just want some fucking music. She was busy, okay? She was doing the Savage Show, which was, sure was. insane. I had goosebumps the entire time I was watching it. And you know that Rihanna's involved in like every single detail of that show. Of course. That's why it's so fucking cool because she's Rihanna. Mm. I love her. Um, so this fun little topic, I just kind of scooped this up and I thought it would be kind of interesting because I actually get people in my my DMs um, asking me a lot of questions about black hair. Um, I've made a few TikTok videos about like not touching my hair and I've gotten a lot, like a lot of really interesting feedback. A lot of people saying things like, oh, you know, cause my hair, my hair actually right now is half like light blue, half pink. And normally it's half pink and like silver. Um, so I get a lot of people that are like, your hair is so cool. And like, I wish I could do that. And, um, I had one person message me and be like, I just want to know, like, is it okay if I do my hair like that? Is it appropriation if I do my hair like that? Mm. And I think that becomes like the cultural appropriation thing is really, really touchy. Um, and I think the question is, is it offensive to wear black hairstyles? Yes, I think that's a really interesting topic because do you remember the Adele situation? Yeah, um, in 2000. When she went to Notting Hill Carnival and she had the knots in her hair, but she was the wearing banto knots, yeah. the banto knots. She was wearing, I think, a Jamaican flagged bikini. Yeah. Um, and people were saying, is it appreciation or is it appropriation? And there was this huge conversation around it. Yeah. And... I look at that picture of Adele and I, okay, my, the, the way that I, I view non-black people wearing braids is I don't think that there's like a right or wrong answer. I think you'll talk to some people and they'll say, absolutely not. Um, you know, that's ours to, that's ours. Don't use it in the same way that some people feel about like the N word. Um, I don't, I ha, like, I feel, I, I don't, I don't want to say I don't have an opinion because sometimes when I, when I see that picture of Adele, it, it is somewhat triggering. So I'm just like, for fuck's sake. But then I'm also like, you know, 
it's just hair. But I think it's you. The reason it's so big in beauty is because people want to be creative with their hair outside of just what their hair is, which is why you have people who are like, you know, I want to do, you know, box braids. I want to do banto knots. I want to do these things. And I think it becomes a question of, you know, can, would you wear your hair like that to work? And if you did wear your hair like that to work, would you possibly be fired for it? Would you get in trouble for it? Would it be a problem? And so for me, I have colored braids, but normally just having the regular box braids like that in some situations can get people fired from their jobs. Like it's considered inappropriate. It's considered um, distracting. And a lot of people feel like, you know, you shouldn't do that with your hair. It should just look in like the European beauty standard. So it's just kind of a tough, it's tough. And I kind of, whenever I do, I'm out and about with my braids and I see somebody with their, like, you know, if I see like an Asian woman or a white woman with box braids, I kind of look at her like, how does this feel for you? Because it's kind of like, I have a real Chanel bag and you have a fake one. And mm. are you embarrassed? Are you, are it's, you comfortable with yourself right now? It's weird. I mean, for me, I'm going to be honest. I think it's weird unless, I mean, cause you see the children, you know, coming back from their holidays and they have yeah. the braids cause it's a service offered at the hotel or on the beach. But I feel like if, if they're a grown person and they have box braids and they're Asian <laughs> or white, then I think it just is off. And you need to reconsider. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, and, and some people are like, oh, you're gatekeeping, you know, black culture and black hair. Uh, it's, it's really, I think when you have to create laws, there's something called the Crown Act. What and is that? The, the Crown Act was created to basically stop workplace discrimination based on your hair. Um, my, my family back in Phoenix, my mom and sister both normally have their hair in what I would probably call like European standards where it's straight and it is either like in a weave or it's like relaxed. Like Megan, like Megan, the Megan. Megan the Stallion. No, like Megan. Oh my God. How is Megan Markle? Like Megan Markle. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah. Like that. It's like that. Right. So I, you know, I have braids and I wear braids pretty much exclusively in Asia. And I was like, why don't you guys just do braids? It's like, it would give your hair a, a break from like the weave and from the, the, the relaxer. And they both were like, oh my gosh, I could not show up to work with braids. It would be such a problem. I could possibly lose my job. And I was just like, what? And they were like, yeah, like you just can't show up like that. And I mean, I never thought about it, but when I was living in the US, I never really you wore braids that often. I, I started to wear braids out of ease because I live in Asia. As I told you before in our previous episode, it makes my life easier. So it, the Crown Act was pretty much created and it's a law that companies cannot discriminate against you based on your hairstyle, whether you choose to wear your hair in a fro or you choose to wear your hair in braids or you choose to wear your hair in banto knots. So I think when people ask me the question, you know, is it appropriation? I have to say, is there laws around you being able to wear your hair like that and be gainfully employed? And if, you know, the answer is no. And if you, it, you, you kind of make that decision on your own after, you know, how you feel about it. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it, I think it's a really slippery slope and, you know, I'm not, I just don't think that there's like a, a, a strong answer behind it. I do think that when you have like, 
you know, the Kardashians or Nikita Dragon. I don't don't know if you're familiar with her. Nikita Dragon's like a really famous um, influencer. She like has like a makeup line. She's trans, you know, body is, is, uh, is very fake, but very nice. Um, and you know, she'll do, you know, braids and she'll just be like, whatever, this isn't appropriating. I do what I want. And I look better than most of you bitches anyways. Like that is a problem. Um, when you take like, you know, black culture, black things, and then tell, you know, people that I'm doing it better than you. Um, I think that's a problem. Um, Adele at, uh, you know, a Caribbean festival, with a Jamaican flag on her for her, you know, swim top and banto knots, and she's kind of getting dressed up in in, in carnival costume. I'm not. I don't think that that's problematic. Mm. No, but I do think like how you go, how you carry yourself when you have those th- those things on, then it becomes a problem for you. Like that, it, that's all under your control. Mm. Um, but yeah, like whenever I, I see people, whenever, you know, out and about with, uh, with braids in sometimes, and I just, I literally look at them like, how does this feel for you? You're right. Cause this is, I'm, I'm the diamond and you are Fugazi. <laughs> you You're are the cubic zirconia. You're a cubic zirconia. How does that feel for you? Cause I'm sure it's uncomfortable. I remember one time being in Vegas and having braids and I walked by a white girl with her braids in and like all of her friends, when they saw me walk by, were like dying laughing. And it wasn't laughing at me. They were laughing at her. Cause they were like, you see her and you see yourself. And they're like, you're not doing it. <laughs> like it's, it's not working Interesting. for you. So it's, I mean, it's, um, I don't know. It's, there's no answer. So to, you know, I don't know if the people who DM'd me are listening to this podcast, but I don't have an answer on if this is cultural appropriation or, you know, if you should or shouldn't do it. I just think, I think my, one of my uh, black girlfriends here in Singapore, she, you know, I, I had a question I asked her because somebody asked me if they could have the number of my stylist and this person was white and I was just like, what? Like when they asked me, I was so like put off mm, by it. It doesn't I didn't feel know right. To... It doesn't yeah, feel right. And I was right. just like, what the fuck? And so I was like, oh God, like, do I tell her no? Like, am I gatekeeping? So I asked my friends, um, they're all like, they were all in Singapore, but they're, now they're in the US and they were just like, um, you're, the stylist is the same person that everybody goes to. Her name is Estelle. She's like one of the few stylists in Singapore. And they were like, well, you know, Estelle's getting paid for it. And if she wants to sit in a chair for four hours and pay Estelle money, then let her go for it. And I was just like, yeah, you're right. And she was like, as long as, you know, a black woman, it's, you know, this is a black hairstyle. As long as it's staying and, it, and it's creating black economy, go for it. And I just, when I heard that, I was like, you know what, that's actually a really great way to look at it. Um, Mm. And so I I gave the number because I'm supporting, you know, a a black woman's business. Um, And I think for her, she doesn't care, you know, if you want to get your hair braided, if you're, you know, white, black or Asian or Mexican. But at the end of the day, when you put box braids in for like Caucasian and Asian and Mexican hair, your hair, we talked about the levels. We talked about like, um, you know, B's and C's, like 1B, 2B, 3B, um, things like that. And I'm a 4C, meaning that I have super kinky, curly, the curliest of hair. My hair can withstand the weight of the, like, the, the braids. 
because of the kinks and the curls in it. If you have like a 1B hair or like super flat hair. You might just rip it out. You are going to ruin your hair, friend. It's not. And it's, so like. Go ahead, see, Sally. Yeah. Get those and Whenever I see friends. people do that, I'm just like, oh, you're damaging your hair. And they, and I've had people come to me and been like with their braids and be like, oh, yeah, I got this done in Bali. And they still have it in. One, on the top of their scalp, because you're like exposing your scalp and their skin is so white. They're sunburnt in their fucking scalp. That's one thing. And two, they're like, it itches. It itches so much. And I'm like, yeah, because you're like exposing different parts of your scalp to like yeah. the sun and the elements, which you don't normally don't do. This is a functional need for some people. You know, like there is a need to have these box braids, but for them, there's no need. There's no function benefit to it. It's just like a stylistic aesthetic decision. So it's exactly. like, why? It's the aesthetic. Is it worth it, girl? Like, are you and happy that's, with your that's choice? Always, <laughs> that's always my question. Is it worth it for you? So, um, I mean, I there's no there's no answer to this mini episode. It's just I'm putting it out there. I I'm. It does make me sometimes uncomfortable when people ask me, like when non-black people ask me for my stylist. Um, but I, I do it knowing that I'm supporting, you know, a black woman's business. Um, but it's, you know, you, the way you carry yourself when you have those box braids or those cornrows in is really going to be tell you, you know, if you're appropriating or if you're appreciating. Hmm. And, you know, in Singapore, it's fairly safe. Like no one's going to do anything to you. But if you're in the U.S., or, you know, maybe some other countries and you have Watch box up. braids in <laughs> and you, you know, you're having a little bit of an attitude and you're like, oh, I look better than all these bitches in here with, you know, with authentic box braids in, you know, anything can happen. Because, you know, a lot of people with box braids, they might be able to fight. I am one of them. So you always want to be very careful. <laughs> you always want to be very careful with your mouth when you have those box braids in. Um, so yeah, that is our fun little, that is our warning episode. <laughs> this is a warning episode. <laughs> it's a warning. Do get your box braid, get your cornrows when things start to open up and Thailand opens up because it will open up soon, you know, with COVID when Thailand opens up and Bali opens up, get those box braids on the beach, girl, get it done. You know, support those little Indonesian women and those little Thai women who are doing the braids. But just remember, when you're carrying yourself out there and, you know, you're in a Chrysler 300 and you pull up to a real Bentley, <laughs> respect. That's all I'll say. And that's that's all I'll say. Well, thank you <laughs> for tuning in to our special mini episode. Please follow us on Instagram at what's on your face underscore and on TikTok at what's on your face underscore. Subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. And this podcast is produced by Splice Studios and cover art is by Farah Anissa. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.